When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, listen, Judd's Hockey Show is great, and you can find a full recap of Game 1 with Judd inside the XL Energy Center on the Mackie and Judd podcast feed, Judd's Hockey Show. But when we really need deep-dive hockey analysis and we need someone to tell us what really happened, between the blue lines, we bring on Patrick Ricey. Uh What's your what's your autopsy evaluation of Game One, Pat? Uh, my autopsy evaluation is uh, every we, we have a great reluctance to say Flurry was bad. Uh, he didn't lose the game because you didn't score any goals, but Flurry was not good. Why are we so afraid to say that? Because they went and traded him, and we like his nickname, and he's got a history. He wasn't good. He wasn't good. The, O'Reilly's rebound, where the hell was he? The, net, he had, the guy had 12 feet of net to shoot. He slides and he can't come back. He's too old. He, <laughs> he, he, he can't move. He's 37. You know, it's, he can't move. And But the, the reluctance of people to put any blame on him is, uh, you know, because you don't score any goals. But the difference, I mean, there's a lot of differences, but the kid at the other end was great. By the way, I saw a post-game interview with him, Vili Husa. Huso. Huso, yep. He's more boring than your average Finn. That's hard <laughs> to believe. I mean, that, he, makes, Koivu? he makes Miko Koivu look like a quipster, you know. Oh. <laughs> There's no – they're they're the worst, man. Finnish players are the worst. Backstrom was kind of a uh, – you could really work hard and get a quote out of him, but he wasn't really a Finn. He was just happened to move over there. He's a – Swede by background, right, or something. So anyway, but uh, my theory was we quit. We gave up. Everson didn't even pull the goalie. What happened to our pull the goalie three three goals down with fifteen minutes to go? Let's go! Come on, let's. I drop. think that instead of pulling the goalie, they opted to try and send a message yeah, for yeah, game two by having the team captain the try and yeah. break someone's leg in half with his stick. That's great, yeah, great strategy. That's true. that's true. You know what? The one of my big takeaways from that is. That's as good as you're going to do with the officials, right? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Six power I mean, plays you, a piece. They, yeah. they helped you. They helped you more than they helped the Blues, and you still got beat four to nothing. Yeah, that's. Now, it. I don't know if Tony exactly. the Pony and I don't know if Tony the Pony and West saw some flaws in the officiating that uh, disfavored the uh, home team, but uh, I certainly didn't see them. I thought they got a. I thought they got the best of the officiating and still got beat four to nothing. What did we say last night? I, I didn't hear it because I, I was at the game. Did we try was, and uh, dress it up? I, I had the option of watching St. Louis TV, and I watched that most of the night. And then I watched some of the ESPN. I watched very little of the home team because I can't stand to listen to the hmm. nonsense. 
But uh, the, the St. Louis guys were amazing because they never once complained about the officiating. And they gave the Wild some credit at times. It was amazing. It was incredible. That's Bally's, too. That's not yeah, allowed. Those guys should be fired today. Yeah, they must have a different Bally approach now. <laughs> Coming up next, we fire all of our talent on, in St. Louis <laughs> because they <laughs> were positive we, about the opponent. Even though we, You know what, though? It is impressive when you look at that Blues team that they got the top three lines. Everybody's got 20. Yep, right? 20 more. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I mean, they got talent. It doesn't happen too often. They're not big names. Who's Butch Davis? Who the hell's he? Is it Butch Davis? Pavel Bushnevich? No. Is it Butch Davis? There's no Pavel. There's no I Butch Davis. I think da- a guy named Butch Davis. No, that's Pavel no, that's Bushnevich. Another Russian. That's another God-fearing that, Russian. That's a, that's a former Ranger no, who they got. There's no Butch Davis. I kept saying, who's this Davis? It's Pavel Bucznevich. Yeah. I it looks it looks like Bucznevich if you want to go with that no, pronunciation. St. Louis calls him Butch Davis. I thought it was <laughs> well, you know, Butch we can't Davis prove you wrong. So. I thought it was some kid from Colgate or something. It's another <laughs> no, he's, no, he's Butch Davis. That's another problem they have. We have. They got more Ruskies than we do. They get, they must have five of them, don't they? Damn, Butch Davis is a killer in the playoffs, man. Yes, that guy. Right. I thought he was. I kept cool. I cut you. looking at a roster because I kept saying, <laughs> I never heard of Butch Davis. Who the hell is this guy? Didn't he used to coach Miami or something? Yeah. Yes. Can we get that. can we get Pat just a roster, a blues roster, and just let's see of the of the twenty five guys. <laughs> I looked the other day. I did look a couple of days ago. I didn't see that name, but I recognized like three of them. I knew three or four of them. It's amazing how much I know about hockey when I don't know who any of the players are. It's pretty good. That uh, Bob Bertuzzo, uh, yeah, his father in the nineteen nineties, yeah. uh, Todd. Four <laughs> Russians, Roycey. Four Russians. You're right. Got, Too many Russians. Oh, we got two, right? Kulikov is he a Russian? Yes, Dmitry Kulikov yeah. is. So four to two. I don't. I got a hard time rooting for Russians right now, too. I'm sorry. I know it's not their fault, but I. But you you I blame you blame Tarasenko for the no the international I, I, unrest. I can't root for him. I can't cheer for him. Sorry. Unless they unless they come out and say. I would like somebody to assassinate Putin. Then I could get on their then I could get on their side. But Judd, get in get in the press dad. scrum and ask Tarasenko specifically that yeah, question. They better have mom and dad uh, out Hidden of the uh, out of the country before they do that. I'll you would that. rather root for a guy named Butch Davis than Butch Pavel Davis. Butch Davis. That's you know he was my favorite player last night because I thought the guy was really good, and then it turns out he's another damn Russian. Yeah, it's tough. You know? It's tough. How's that spelled? Um, I wonder um, why. You know why? I, I, I wonder why they always <laughs> used his first name. <laughs> so it, 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 it's Pavel. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? It's Pavel, P A V E L. And then okay. Butch Navis is B U C H N E V I C H. Well, I kept saying. Why do they call him Butch Davis all the time? Why do they From now on, give his, he's Butch Davis on this show, Dan. Why do they always give him the first name? Why do they always use it? This is the type of deep dive analysis you get on Mackie and Judd right here. Oh, yeah. I, I, all, all I know is whoever he was, he was a good player. Right? Yeah. That's all you got to know. You don't really have to know his name. He was a good player. He was. Hey, I got a question for you guys, all right? 
Jordan Greenway. What would what would you say you do here? Besides commit ridiculously stupid penalties and have the opposing team score on the power play. Oh god. And be very miffed about the fact that you deserve three penalties and they only called one, and then you get very he's he should be an NBA player. That's what he should be, so he can bitch at every call, isn't that? Uh, well, and the other thing is, so cross-checking, you know, this is from a guy who uh, yeah, never well. played a single second of even termite hockey. So, but cross-checking is by far the dumbest and most easiest to prevent penalty in hockey. Well, so let's guy. start there. But when you're standing five feet from an official, it's yeah. even more astronomically stupid. Well, the best was they let him run him run, run the guy in the corner, right? They let him. They let him. That was the third period, right? Wasn't it early in the third period? Yeah. Was like, they let him run the guy in the third period, and then he, the ref standing there, and he said, "Oh, you didn't see that? I'll hit him with the stick, and let make sure you give me a penalty here." What the? Yeah, he's not a bright fella. They, what do we they, think about him? Do we like him as a player or not? It just depends. It, it depends on the month. It depends on the week. He'll he'll go through spurts where he's good, and then he'll he'll play uh, stupid games like he did last night, but. The thing about it, Pat, nobody, for the most part, played well last night. No. So, like, Flurry, it doesn't matter. They played, like, absolute garbage. The Blues came in and did exactly what you knew. Did they do anything anything special with Kaprizov? Because it didn't look like he had the puck a whole bunch. And uh, Did they do anything special? They take away more time and space, but that's the playoffs. Like, you got to know that that's coming. They they rough you up more, but I mean it's not goon hockey. They're just mm-hmm. more physical. It's how the playoffs work. But this is no surprise now, and the way that the Blues played is how the Blues are going to play the entire series. They didn't do anything special. Yeah, and I thought the first period that uh, the Wild they pretty much had the best of it for a while. I mean the, the Blues were the Blues were unorganized at first. I thought run around some, plus they fell down haphazardly a lot. Was the ice bad or something? Butch couldn't stand up. Butch. I thought Butch the Davis ice. couldn't Butch. stand up. I thought well, the ice was like terrible. Butch. One reason I like Butch is he never fell down, I don't think. One of the Butch's cowboy was. boots didn't work. His spurs yeah. wouldn't dig into the ice like they were supposed to, damn it. Well, uh, I was on with uh, Bernie yesterday down in St. Louis, and uh, and uh, he was – he was kind of optimistic. I said, "I who you like?" I said, "I you know, I think I like the Wild. I don't think all this history against this team means much, but uh, could have been wrong. Could have been wrong. Maybe they are just what are they ten zero and one in the last three years or something? Now yes. a, lot, a lot of the players have changed. Obviously, thirteen one and one in the past fifteen games Jeez. against the Wild. Four and zero now this season. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah that's. Bad. So here's going to be the official tip-off, or uh, is what what uh, the coach thought of Flurry when he starts Talbot Wednesday. What are we going to say about what the coach thought of Flurry's performance? What are we going to say? Or yeah, Valley I mean, Sports is that going to be, there is official confirmation that if he thought Flurry played well, he'd be yeah. playing him Wednesday, right? Well, can't he get away with, well, we've been alternating these guys for a he month and a half can. anyway? He can, but he'll be lying, okay? It'll be a lie. You want Has Fleury that? played back-to-back games? He didn't play yeah, back-to-back in the last week yeah, and a half, uh, right? These are uh, yeah, three in a row. He, played, he did play three in a row? Okay. Yeah. These are not plus. You get a day off. So it's, if he's your goalie for the playoffs, you play the whole damn thing. So we'll find out. But I didn't think he was very good. I thought he left too much room. 
much room to shoot. I thought he but got you know a lucky. Was really, still a great player. You know, was really a great. You know, was really a great player, even though he's my age now. Ryan O'Reilly. Oh, oh God, Judd's favorite player. A hell of a player. Wasn't I he with Colorado guy. when we were playing him ten years ago? Um, he was in Colorado. They went to Buffalo. And then the Blues and won the Cup in in 2019. But he's marvelous. Yeah, he's a, he is. Uh, what, he is he an old be, school. He's got to be 35, doesn't he? He's been around. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but know. yeah, he's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Great player. Well, it's uh, it was quite a uh, uh, awakening. What the, what time that game get at, over? By the way. Uh, oh, probably 11, 11, 11, 15, 11, 30, Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I bet that uh, I bet getting that four zero uh, drubbing reduced the post game crowds at the saloons on West Seventh Street. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah, there was. Was it the four, the third or fourth goal? I think it was the fourth goal, and e- the ESPN cameras just started panning the crowd. People just oh. like hundreds of people in each section just flowing yeah. out. Well, they were they were uh, yeah they were telling us that. So well, what the hell. Meanwhile, yeah, let's our baseball team. There you go. Yep. Let's get some positivity up in here. Here, Uh, didn't hit with Tyler Wells, who they gave away about two years ago, right? At Rule Five. Yes. Pitcher. Yes. They only got one run off him in five innings. He looked pretty good, and then, uh, but they figured out how to finish it and brought in Duran for the night, and that could be the new solution there because it's not going to be Pagan. That guy's a wreck. That guy's a an adventure. He was what the the save the other day when he, he had thirty four pitches and the umpire gave him the three two pitch. I think yesterday he was thirty two to get through the eighth inning. So he's supposed to be a strike thrower, but he hasn't been so far. But yeah, Duran. If if Duran can be dialed in, he's your he's your best reliever, right? Did you guys watch enough of the baseball game to see what they've done in left field? Mm-mm. I heard about it. In, Somebody with, is going to get the killed. The cheap ass Orioles wanted to do something in left field because their ERA in there was five nine five last year or something. So yeah. they just built this wall back. They took out must have been ten rows of seats, but it's in left center and it's just a straight wall, straight across. So the corner is just like a ninety degree turn. The corner, somebody, and, and someone's going to run into the corner. Well, Gordon was playing left, and Buxton was running over from center, and oh, there was a ball there. Oh no! Then in a normal field, that Buxton would have caught it, or Gordon would have caught it, but Gordon's like right next to the corner, could kill himself, and you're watching Buxton go and say, "Okay, this is it. He won't be playing for three months," and they let it drop for a triple. A bounce off the wall for a triple, but it's stupid. How, how could Major League Baseball allow this? Wait until you, you got to check it out and see it. It's somebody's going to kill himself. So it's really. gone from being one of the easiest parks to hit a home run in to now being the hardest park to hit a home run in. I love yeah. how the Orioles surveyed you know the last twenty years of their organization, and they're like, you know what the problem is? Yeah, the left center field fence. That's the problem with our organization. Yes, and uh, the uh, yeah, they they not only. Pushed it way back in left field. It's got to be 25 feet. But they build a wall. They think they're going to be Fenway. But, the, you know, Fenway, the angle is way out in right center field, right? You got 
you know, this is right in the middle of the field in left field. It's it's like halfway over in left field. It's unbelievable. So oh, they, they they took seats out, right? Oh yeah. God, yes. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Oh yeah, it that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, and and Major League Baseball, what a bunch of jackasses! How can, you got to have somebody come and look, right, and say this isn't going to work. This is, you know, somebody, honest to God, somebody's going to break every bone in their face trying to uh, trying to catch a ball there. As long as it's not Byron Buxton, Pat, God bless him. What do you think? Okay, what's the, uh, what do you, we, I'm having a little Sanoa debate on uh, on Twitter today, suggesting that if he comes back, it'll be as a platoon player against lefties. And they're pointing out that he hasn't hit lefties for three years. If, <laughs> If, which, you know, but that could be because he doesn't face him and he isn't brilliant. But uh, I think it's a release, don't you? If well, he's, Moran, yeah, he's, he's, this is the last year of his contract. So, yeah, you got to pay him three next year. But if Miranda hits, mm-hmm. if Miranda comes up and hits and he comes back in a month, he probably won't. What they'll do is they'll have him have surgery and then they'll send him to St. Paul for two weeks and, and, see if they can fix him, but I don't think there's any market. They might have to just do the same thing the Mets did with Cano, except for a lot less money. So. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, Sano, even when Sano's at his best, he has he has one attribute, and it's home run power. So he has played uh, 17 games. He has five hits. You probably won't see him. So he'll just be out with an injury for at least another week, right? Oh, no. It sounds like they're going to have knee surgery. Little, little clean up so a little clean up so clean up okay yeah two weeks so go. june 1st is probably he might be ready to play june 1st but they'll send him to st paul but yeah i don't yeah. i don't think you can get somebody's 20 you you pay half half of what he's owed you might get i don't think you'd get somebody's 23rd prospect i was up early this morning i was looking for teams that were good that might need a dh and i couldn't find one you can't justify him playing now it's no. that simple. Like, there's no, there's no way, no, no matter how big a fan of his you might be, that you can actually expect them to play him. He's not playable right now. No, and it's not because he's. You can't any longer say, "Boy, if he loses twenty pounds," because he did. <laughs> yeah. Can't hit. He can't hit. He can't hit. He's Chris Davis. He can't hit modern velocity. You know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can't hit what they're throwing on. He is a poor man's Adam Dunn, is what he is. You know what? Adam Dunn played 158 games every year, too, at least. You know what, though? If Baltimore had been smart enough to build that wall 12 years ago, they would have never given Chris Davis all that money. (laughs) All those those little pop fly home runs that he could hit the left center would have been out. So uh, uh, that would have saved them a whole lot of money. Dumbest organization in sports, though, the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, my gosh. All the pitchers they screwed up. In sports? Family, just jerks. That's impressive, though, Pat. In sports, I mean, we got the Lions. We've had the Browns for a long time before now. I think they're not, like, high-profile dumb. Like, the Lions are high-profile dumb. (laughs) The Browns, the the Orioles are sort of low-key dumb. Mm -hmm. No one really cares about them. No one really talks about them, you know? My three stars from last night. I don't know who number three is. The goalie's number two, and Butch Davis is number one. Butch Davis. Butch Davis. Davis My three stars from last night. Butch, 
Is he related to the other butch? Oh, by the way, my genius of baseball memories even impressed me. Did you see what I said on Twitter? Tyler Nevin comes to the plate, right? And I looked and said, I wonder if that's Phil Nevin's kid, right? And he is. It's Phil Nevin's kid. And then, like, 20 seconds later, I said, I said, I swear to God, I saw Phil Nevin hit a home run to right center field when I was covering a game in Camden Yards. And, right, and I could see the ball leaving, and we were all surprised. Well, I looked it up. He uh, was only here a month in 2006. He hit one home run. Mm-hmm. It was a two-run homer in the eighth inning to put him ahead in Camden Yards to right center field. Yeah. And he was only he was only here for a month, and I remember one of my first assignments as a, as an intern at the fan was to be. They had some sort of celebration at some point at the end of that season. Might have been at the end. Of the and Phil Nevin in a sleeveless like Miller Lite T shirt was just <laughs> leading the party in the clubhouse when the Twins clinched. Yeah, even though he had, yeah, he had one. Sue, I think Suhan wrote something about him. I was on that Baltimore road trip. And Suhan, and then they went to New York, I think. And Suhan had written something about him, or somebody had written something he didn't like. And I'm on deadline trying to get back up to the clubhouse, and he's he's sitting there with a cocktail in his hand, giving me hell for like 15 minutes about the, you know the negative. And I, you know, hey, I gotta go here. You didn't you didn't even play. Leave me alone here, will you? He was, but he ended up being like a minor league manager, right? Triple A was yeah. interviewed for some big league jobs and something. Third like base coach now, yeah. right? I, I think for the Angels and he was, was he with the Yankees for yeah. a few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next time I, uh, next time I can't find a cell phone, I'll remind myself. Yeah, but I remember Phil Nevin hitting that home run. Exactly. Uh, yep. I don't, I don't know where the remote's been for three days, but <laughs> tell and you. the great run of the Blues, Butch Davis. That's what you'll recall. That's right. The greatness of Butch Davis in those playoffs. Butch to me from now on to hell with you guys. (laughs) Butch. Amazing. Honest to God. I thought he was Butch Davis. I didn't know. He is now. Who cares? Why why do you always use the first name? I couldn't figure it out. I'll see you later. We'll call him whatever we want. All right. See you, Pat. We'll talk tomorrow. Uh, Patrick Royce's pronunciation of Wild and Blues hockey players presented by Federated Insurance. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is here to help your business avoid risk and maximize success. They've been around for over 100 years, based in Owatonna. They are one of us, so to speak. And you can find a full list of industries Federated protects at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. Wrapping with Royce. See you. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.